guys it's it's been a hot second um it's abby welcome back to rambling estates i hope you guys have given angelie's last episode a little listen she did an amazing job on that and am i just now realizing that most of the episodes that i've done have been on movies yes um but you know we love it we're here for it um so the movie well i guess it's more of a book slash movie most most things are um so the movie that i'm going to be covering today is the hate you give which is a novel that was originally originally there we go originally why can't i say originally published by angie thomas which was then made into a film that was directed by George Tillman Jr. And I'm not sure if a lot of you have watched this movie. It was, you know, relatively popular when it first came out because it is um, a topic that a lot of people might see as controversial. But essentially what it's about is kind of the, um, the BLM movement and how, you know, the African-American community of America faces a lot of hate from especially, you know, white people. And so, first when I watched this movie, I was really young, so I don't think I kind of processed it. You know, I obviously could, like, identify, like, oh, what's happening is bad, but I don't think I fully kind of soaked it in to be like, well, this is a really big issue that, like, we truly do have to care about a lot. And, you know, of course, this isn't the only movie that's out that talks about um, this issue because, of course, there's a lot of other shows and a lot of other uh, movies as well that talks about, you know, the BLM movement, which I fully support. But um, I just think that this movie in particular, since it was, you know, just it did so well I think that um also just the message that it has and just the story that it tells is truly beautiful as well so um we kind of the film kind of opens up sorry it's going to be a bit of a spoiler but if you haven't watched it the film kind of opens up and it introduces the main character and her name is Star I believe her last name is Carter Star Carter yeah um and she lives with her brother and her half-brother, Sakani and Seven, and they all go to a very private, predominantly white school, which is, you know, not in her area because her family lives in more of the kind of the rougher part of town, and her family obviously wanted her to kind of be able to learn and kind of expand out of their environment because, you know, Star herself has already seen so many bad things like losing her best friend at a very young age um, from a shooting. So yeah, you basically get the the brief idea. But first, Star kind of tells us that there are two versions. There's Star 1 and there's Star 2. And she's living kind of this double life because you know, the person that she is at home and in her neighborhood can't be the same person that is around, you know, predominantly white people who, you know, might judge her, which is totally understandable. 
all of us have kind of different personas um, as we go around different people. It's just that, you know, hers happens to be because, you know, if she doesn't have that persona, there may be hateful things done and said to her. And then there's Star 2, who's obviously the, you know, goody two-shoes, doesn't speak with slang, doesn't do any of that. Um, and she just, you know, acts how she thinks people want her to act. And uh, as the film goes on, you know, we get to kind of see the contrast between star number one and star number two. And then near a few minutes into the movie, I guess, star gets to go to a party with um, one of her best friends since... She was a kid since she was a baby. His name is Khalil. And, you know, they're just hanging out in the car. He's driving her home, not intoxicated, nothing. Um, and then, unfortunately, Khalil gets shot by an officer because the officer is convinced that Khalil has a weapon when in reality it's just, you know, a hairbrush. So that's basically the premise of this whole movie is just Star fighting, like, fighting with all of her heart to get justice for Khalil and how the whole neighborhood and millions of people across the country kind of, like, group together to get justice for Khalil. And, you know, because this is just a movie doesn't mean that it's not true. This can be something that can be seen in, you know, just everywhere every day especially you know some examples like George Floyd Breonna Taylor this isn't something that's not a reality and it's definitely something like I said earlier it's something that a lot of people are scared to talk about because either they don't agree with this and don't agree that everyone should be treated as equals or you know think that maybe they're going to say the wrong thing and offend people, and I definitely do understand, you know, not knowing exactly where you, like, not where you stand, but not knowing exactly how to approach a situation, because there's often a lot of kind of tension around this, but I think that this film is absolutely beautiful. It is definitely by far one of my favorite films, because this is something that needs to be talked about because the brutality not open not open not even of um black men but just of black people in general is so far beyond what the media covers whether you know someone happens to get a video of it or somebody doesn't doesn't mean that it doesn't happen and i just think that this movie is able to kind of cover that basis and really show people that aren't black that it is a struggle and then and that every day black people aren't sure how to live and how to go about situations because you never know when someone's going to make a racist comment towards them or just be cruel and in the movie, one of Star's best friends, I totally forgot her name, um, but it's played by Sabrina Carpenter. She's a queen. We love her. Um, not in the movie, though. 
because in the movie, you know, she she kind of comes off as like, oh yeah, like I'm super chill, I'm super cool. But then as this happens with Khalil, and nobody knows that Star was with Khalil when the shooting happened. Not initially, because, you know, that could put a lot of attention towards her, and maybe she doesn't want that. So I get that. But Star's friend, let's just call her Sabrina. So Sabrina just comes off, and she's like, seems pretty supportive, but as the situation goes on, it's just more of her true colors gets to, like, everyone gets to see her true colors. Yeah. Um, and then I think that just kind of sparks something in Star, and she's like, this isn't, this isn't a true friendship. But, um, one of the most kind of vivid things I remember about this film is that obviously there's a lot of protests going on, and then the school that Star goes to, um, the students decide to protest, which is great. I think that if you have a voice you should speak up for the people that can't um except for the reasoning behind it yeah they wanted to protest for Khalil but you know Star's friends they kind of tell her they're like oh we're doing this so we don't have to take the algebra test or go to chemistry or blah 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 so then Star kind of just like she kind of has a little meltdown and she's like okay I can't do this And I think that's also something that's really true and applies to real life as well because a lot of people kind of, you know, performative activism, it's just, like, kind of makes you question, like, are people truly genuine sometimes? And, of course, there are people that are. I'm not going to, like, not say that anyone that speaks up about situations are not valid because that's so far beyond the truth but um yeah I think a lot of the times that people are speaking up about something either they're just doing it for you know a lot of people see the BLM movement as a trend or don't take it seriously and they're just like oh yeah okay everyone else is doing it so I'll just do it too when they aren't really their intentions aren't right you know when their intention should be, this is a problem, and, you know, we should confront it. And so the film goes on. Um, Star eventually just comes to her senses, and she's like, I was the one who was with Khalil when he got shot. And um, the officer that shot Khalil was going to get away with the murder, um, no jail time, and I think he was on paid paid leave, I'm pretty sure. And obviously that's not reasonable, considering that Khalil didn't have a weapon, and he wasn't harming anyone, nor was he intoxicated. Um, so Star kind of was just, just like, okay, I'm going to speak up about this. And she goes on to, like... She goes on television. I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember everything. It's a pretty heavy movie. So she goes on television and she tells her story, tells the world about how amazing of a person that Khalil was. 
and um, the press kind of only brings up the fact that he was involved in some kind of dark business, and obviously she says, yeah, but he was doing it for a reasonable cause, he had to provide for his grandma, his little sister, because his mom was gone and his dad was gone, so he was just doing what he could to provide to provide for his family, yeah. But, um, so obviously a lot of people didn't like that she said that in her neighborhood in particular because they're like, yo, you're snitching. So this kind of targets the Carter family, especially Star, and there's a lot of threats um, that are given to Star and her family. You know, people are, like, driving past their house, shooting in at their windows, breaking glass, when there's, like, a, like a tiny little child living there, um, and then eventually Star kind of is just doing as much as she can because it seems like nothing's happening, so, you know, as this is happening, she kind of realizes that the person that she's being at school isn't who she truly is. And she kind of pushes that away and she realizes that, you know, she doesn't have to have these two personas anymore because who she is is who she is. And when she started being her true self, she realized who was not truly her friend because she was her, but just her friend because they wanted to kind of seem like they were someone that they're not it's it's kind of complicated um so then eventually this is kind of like a turning point in the movie sorry this is a lot of spoilers so if you haven't watched um go watch it after this because my explanations are pretty bad I mean they're not okay well they're reasonably bad but definitely give it a watch um so, a star is in her father's, what's it called, like, kind of like a mini mar- grocery store, there we go. She's in her grocery store, and it's, like, night, and she's with her brother, her half-brother, um, Seven, because this is just when Seven was in some trouble, and then Star went and got him, and they were in the grocery store, and then one of the per- one of the person, one of the people that didn't like that Star was kind of speaking up about Khalil and his problem, um, set the grocery store on fire. And this obviously, you know, sparked up a lot of commotion between the person who set the grocery store on fire and um, the Carter family. And then this one really, really powerful scene, which is actually the scene that made me want to watch um, the movie because I saw it on TikTok and I was like, I have to watch this movie. It's a scene of Star's little brother, Sakani, and he's holding a gun at the person who set the grocery store on fire. And the person, his name is King, and he's actually, hold on, um, so, you know, Seven, he's Seven's stepdad. Yeah, okay, there we go. Um, and he's involved in a lot of bad stuff. Anyways, 
So this scene of Sakani just holding the gun at King and he's crying, like bawling tears. And this is kind of a illusion, I guess. I don't know. I'm using literature words. Um, but yeah, it's kind of aimed towards the title. So if you haven't figured it out already, The Hate You Give. Um, basically, it spells like the first letter of each word, T-H-U-G. And the U is just like a regular U. So it spells um, thug. And this is uh, an allusion to, uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh. So uh, I'm, I'm going to figure that out. But it's an allusion to the, so it's an allusion to, sorry, I'm trying to figure out this rapper's name. I know it's on, oh, Tupac. There we go. Okay, Tupac. I hate myself for that. So Tupac basically said thug life, which stands for the hate you give little infants F's everyone. So that's kind of just talking about like, it doesn't only apply to, you know, little kids, but just when you hate somebody and when you're so cruel to somebody, it kind of boils up inside and it just has this kind of like domino effect and it just kind of spreads and hurts everybody so that's what the name of the book in the film is based off of Tupac's famous saying and so the scene with Sakani star and eventually just ends up standing in front of Sakani and she just says like when will it stop and she's saying this to um Eventually, police officers, you know, show up, and they're holding their guns at Sakani, this little, like, maybe, like, seven-year-old kid, and they're holding their guns at this child, and then Star just says those words to him, to them, and I think that's just such a beautiful representation of how, like... So many people are being affected by police brutality, especially black people. And, you know, it even got to the point where it was going to be a kid. And, yeah, the kid did have a weapon, but that was because, I don't know, there's just so much to unpack about it. Um, I could rant for hours about this. I probably shouldn't, (laughs) but, um, dang, I'm almost getting to 20 minutes here. Okay, so... Let's just finish it up. Yeah, this film is truly, truly amazing. It just is one of the films that I think will stick with me for forever and that I'll just kind of always think about whenever something bad happens or, you know, some something bad in particular to, like, the BLM movement and innocent black people, which happens quite often, sadly. But um, if you haven't given this film a watch, you definitely should. It is, like, I'm just rambling at this point. It is amazing. It's got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, It's amazing. You guys should definitely give it a watch as soon as you can. And... 
yeah, I guess that's just it for this week's episode. If you guys made it this far past my rambling, thank you. Um, make sure to check out any of the other episodes that you haven't listened to already. And stay tuned for the next one next week. Have a wonderful day, you guys.